0: there's not really a bigger turnoff for somebody watching your stream than for them to feel like they are just currency to you. Remember that all of these different methods kind of scale with your audience size. So concentrate on your audience, really focus on the community. And if you can grow that, these incomes will grow too. Welcome back to the Gaming Careers Podcast, a show about the tools, techniques, and the people in the live streaming industry. Today, we have a slightly different type of episode. It's just going to be me, no guest. Uh, This is something that I've wanted to kind of throw into the podcast schedule uh, where I just get an opportunity to really dive deep into a topic with you guys and hopefully provoke some thoughts for you and your live streams. Today, we're going to be talking about the different ways that you can monetize your live stream and your content as a content creator. Now, a lot of these platforms have ways of monetizing your content directly built into the platform but there's also some ways that you can think about monetizing aspects of your live stream or your content that don't rely so heavily on a platform. Before we jump right into the actual strategies though, I think it's important to think about what actually is live streaming? Where is the industry going? Because you want to be applying these strategies in the long term so that you're really thinking about where the live stream industry is going in the future. If we just look at the last three years and in terms of the growth of the live streaming industry, we can see that The average number of people watching live streams has gone up by nearly 250%. The average number of people streaming on different platforms has gone up by nearly 300%. And if you just compare the watch time of a live stream to the watch time of a video on demand, so something like a YouTube video, it's almost three times longer for the live stream. Now, these are stats that were published before this whole pandemic that we're going through right now. So the actual stats for the last sort of month as everybody's working from home and sort of self-isolating are even higher. So it really is a great opportunity to grow your live stream right now and grow your influence. That is precisely why the big tech companies of the world are buying or building their own live streaming platforms. Obviously, we have Amazon who bought Twitch a number of years ago, Google who own YouTube, Facebook, who own Instagram and obviously their own Facebook gaming platform, Microsoft, who bought Mixer, and then TikTok, Twitter, Reddit. Really, all of the big tech companies have a live streaming platform now. Now, you might think it's weird that platforms like TikTok or Twitter or Reddit are building their own live streaming platforms, but they're really thinking about the future of live streaming outside of just live streaming games. I think a lot of people consider Twitch to be oversaturated and too difficult to grow on now, Um, But if you really think about it, we're at the very beginning of the world of live streaming. The fact that gaming has become so saturated on this platform is really just saying that gaming was the first niche to really grow. As we grow forward, we're going to see so many different genres of content coming to the live streaming platform. When there's a new content type or a new platform you often see that there is a certain group of people that really take advantage and jump on board straight away and for live streaming that really was gaming. They jumped on straight away, they already sat at a powerful computer that could do a lot of the encoding, processing and sending that data across the internet and of course they already sat at usually a wired and very high quality internet connection so they benefited massively for being the early adopters on these live streaming platforms. You can see the same things happened with Instagram. The very first few users that jumped on Instagram were usually professional photographers that wanted to share their portfolio of work. But nowadays it's super common for anybody to have an Instagram and share, you know, cat pictures or workout pictures and and it's not just reserved for professional photographers. So even if you are a live streamer who is concentrating on gameplay, you're going to see massive waves of more and more influencers coming across to these platforms and bringing their content type with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more sports live streaming, more music live streaming, cooking, basically any content type that has existed and succeeded on YouTube, I think has an audience in a live stream format too. A great example of this was last year when I ran the Manchester marathon, which I know a lot of you tuned into. I put a backpack with um, lots of batteries and a live streaming kit and then a camera on my shoulder. And I ran a full marathon, 26 kilometers or no, that's wrong. 26 miles uh, was almost doing myself disjustice there. 26 miles long uh, with a backpack on and a live stream to alter Twitch. And I had, you know, over 2000 people watching live and donating to charity. And that's just an example of fresh content doing well on the Twitch platform. Now, I'm not saying that you all need to go out and buy IRL live streaming kits and you know really vary up your content in terms of running a marathon, but I'm just saying you need to kind of think outside of the box about what aspects of your personal life or things that you enjoy could you bring into your gaming live streams. And don't be scared about this massive influx of new people coming across to live streaming. They're not necessarily gonna take away from your potential audience, but they're very likely to be able to bring across big money in terms of sponsorships into the live streaming space. So really, it's a good thing. So let's talk a little bit about their mindset, people that are already successful on these different platforms coming across to stream on places like Twitch. Why are they moving to live streaming as part of their content creation? By far, the biggest reason is that they are seeing so much more of a deeper connection with their audience when they live stream. And this is something that has been true ever since live streaming began. It's so much more authentic because it's not a produced show like a YouTube video where they've edited it highly, they've been able to make cuts and comedic timing, uh, all work to their advantage because it's live and there's no chance to do those kind of things. You can obviously have a very produced show, but it's not like you can go over and edit and make things look better or sound funnier or anything like that. The ultimate aim really in terms of being a content creator is being able to have a real connection with an audience who really trust you. And the easiest way to gain that trust is through live streaming. And that's really why I'd recommend having live streaming as part of your content creation. You can utilize all of these different platforms and all of these different content types for different uses. You have your super short form engagement, things like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. These are just quick things that audiences can engage with. They're usually highly edited and they're sort of highlights from various different aspects of your life. Next, you have something like a podcast, which is a longer form content, which is more intimate definitely because they're getting to know how you speak and certain mannerisms that come through from your voice. But the fact that it's not visual does definitely take away from the trust. Next, you have YouTube videos, which are more visual, obviously, because you're usually on camera in a YouTube video. So there is an increase again in the trust that your audience will have with you, but they're still edited. They're still not that live form video. So live streams really are the most authentic way to connect with your audience because it's completely real, no editing at all. And it's pretty much, I would say the best content type for growing that trust and a real relationship with your viewers. And at the end of the day, the more that you can build that trust and the stronger that relationship can be with your viewers, the more you're going to benefit as a streamer. So how do you effectively monetize a live stream then? Well, let's start with the platform dependent methods. So the ways that these platforms actually have built features for you to be able to monetize your live streams. So you're probably very aware, but for the main platforms like Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer, they have some kind of subscription or membership option that your viewers can take to directly support you on your channel. In exchange, they usually get some perks back, things like custom emotes, badges, um, seeing an alert on screen with their name, and also ad-free viewing. Now, most people know that Twitch is obviously 4 dollars for a tier one subscription, or you can use your Amazon Prime membership to get a free one every month. Uh, but you might not know that YouTube, again, is 4 dollars and Mixer is $5.99. What is interesting, however, is how much the streamer earns from those different platforms. So for Twitch and YouTube, that's a 50 50 split. So $249 for the streamer on Twitch and $299 for the streamer on Mixer, because that's a slightly higher cost for a subscription. But on YouTube, it's actually a 70 30 split towards the streamer. So even though the subscription is $499, the streamer will receive $3.49 per subscription. Now, without diving too much into detail, as you get more and more popular on platforms like Twitch, you may get some kind of custom offer for your Twitch subscription. So you'll get a different variety split, but you really are talking about the top, top streamers on the platform here. So what are the pros and cons of these like subscription or membership type offers on Twitch YouTube Mixer? I would say that the biggest pro is probably that there is very little work required to actually set up the perks uh, from a streamer's point of view. You can even do things like linking your discord server so that when somebody subscribes to you on twitch they get a special role in your discord server as well because they're so easy to set up a lot of streamers are using subscriptions as a main form of monetizing their live streams and actually the culture within twitch is that people do support their favorite streamers so you'd be surprised i think as to how many people might support you with a subscription if they really enjoy your content the biggest con i would probably say with subscriptions is that there is such a reliance On audience participation. You need your audience to make the decision to support you financially rather than relying on the fact that you have gathered a certain number or certain size of audience. The other con I think that's worth mentioning is that you kind of really need to be live to be able to earn this kind of money. So it's reliant on you being live on the platform. We've heard plenty of stories of streamers back when Ninja was on Twitch. I remember reading that he took sort of a two or three day break for an event like TwitchCon. I don't know if it was TwitchCon, but some sort of a gaming convention. And because he wasn't streaming for those three days, he lost out on 40,000 different subs that didn't renew their membership because he simply wasn't streaming whilst he was at the convention. So he was probably on a revenue split more like $3.50 out of every $5. So 40,000 Twitch subs equates to $140,000 of revenue just for taking a break. The other form of monetization that most of these platforms have built into their service are things like Bits or on YouTube it's called Super Chat and I think on Mixer it's called Embers but they are effectively like a a currency that's built onto the platform where people can donate one-off donations usually with some sort of custom message that the streamer will see or will show on their stream. The revenue split is kind of the same as with the subscriptions or memberships So the platform is gonna be taking a cut of any bits or super chats or embers that are bought. One of the biggest pros of these is that it is a lower threshold for your viewers to be able to contribute. So they don't need to necessarily uh, be spending $5 to be able to contribute and support you as a creator. They can do a much lower amount. The other pro is that if you have a popular stream uh, where you can't really keep up with the chat, this is an easy way for viewers to ensure that their question gets seen or their message gets seen. The cons, again, is that it's reliant on audience participation. So, again, your audience have to choose to support you. And there's probably less incentive than the subscriptions because there's fewer perks, really, with a Bits purchase. Finally, the third most common type of ways to monetize your stream that most people are already doing is just to offer some sort of donations through PayPal or a similar service, um, which aren't reliant on the platform. And the platforms do their best to make sure that you donate on the platform but obviously services like Streamlabs and Stream Elements allow people to link up their PayPal accounts so people can just send donations or tips directly. The streamer gets to keep much more of the money, but again, it kind of falls along the same problems as the other two where it's so reliant on your audience taking part and deciding to spend money to support you. And also it's one of those things that usually you benefit much more if you have a higher view account, which I know a lot of you guys don't have yet. So one of the ways that I've seen smaller creators really being able to, Earn some money through their relatively small live streams is with merchandise. You can sell custom hoodies, t shirts, hats, mugs, basically anything that you can imagine. Uh, you design the product, upload it, and you place it onto certain items and then sell that item to your audience. There's a few different ways of doing merchandise, but I would highly recommend going with the easiest option, which is through a platform like Streamlabs or Stream Elements. They both have ways to sell custom merch directly through your live stream. I think one of the things that really puts people off from starting a merch store is that they think, oh, I'm gonna have to deal with stock and all those kind of things. But the platforms like Streamlabs, Stream Elements, designed by humans, they all make that super easy. So they only print the items when they have been ordered. So there's no holding stock. In fact, you never even receive the item yourself, it just goes directly from their printing factory to the person that ordered it. And really it's very easy to submit a design. You can even go to somewhere like Fiverr to get somebody to make a design or maybe just put some of your emotes or your channel art onto the specific items of merchandise. You know, try and make them look good. Obviously you want to be producing a high quality product, but you definitely don't need a degree in graphical design to be able to sell merchandise to your loyal viewers. I think both Streamlabs and Stream Elements have a certain number of items that you can sell for free. So basically you earn commission whenever one of your audience buys one of your items and you don't have to deal, like I said, with the item at all. Um, But then if you want all of the different merchandise options, you know, all of the offerings, you sometimes have to pay a certain amount to be able to hold those items in your store. The biggest pro with selling merchandise, I would say, is that it is completely platform independent. So you can sell merchandise no matter if you're live streaming or if you've just posted a new Instagram picture or if you've just uploaded a new YouTube video. All you have to do is mention it and have a link listed somewhere so that somebody can go through and purchase the item of merchandise. There's also obviously higher profit margins than with the sort of subscriptions and things like that. You will be still splitting the profit with the companies because obviously they have to pay for the item that you're printing onto and for the actual printing uh, ink, but there's a pretty high profit margin even if you're only sort of selling a few t-shirts a month. The cons however are that there are gonna be obviously more things that you need to set up to get merchandise working and it does require a lot of promotion. So you either need to be wearing items of your merchandise that you want to sell in your live streams or in your videos or you need to be just talking about it often enough that people know that there's an option to be able to support you through purchasing merch. I've seen some really big streamers who barely sell any merch, and I've seen some much, much smaller streamers sell merch to a large percentage of their audience. So it's all to do with the execution and how well you can promote it. Next, let's talk about affiliate programs. And some of you may already be using affiliate programs for your streams, but for those of you that aren't, an affiliate program is essentially just you as a streamer or as a content creator recommending certain products to your audience and if your audience then goes through your links to purchase that product at a specific store you earn a commission for the purchase price basically because you have referred them as a customer this can work super well as a streamer of any size really because one of the most common questions you get asked as a streamer is you know what camera are you using what microphone is that what chair are you sat on what computer do you use what graphics card all those kind of components that people are asking questions about, you can refer to those products on sites like Amazon and then earn commission whenever somebody goes through your link to purchase them. So I mentioned Amazon as one of the companies that offer affiliate programs, but there are loads of different companies doing this. So Amazon offers it in all different countries worldwide, but there's also places like Skillshare, Audible, Epidemic Sound, Adobe. Really, if you think of a product that you want to talk about and recommend enough, then you should Google their name plus the word affiliate program, see if they have some kind of program. And if they don't, maybe reach out to them and say, you know, I'd love to recommend your product to people. Could we work on an affiliate relationship? If you look in the description of any of my videos on YouTube, you can see that I am recommending uh, various different products, both on the Amazon affiliate scheme, as well as things like the Adobe Creative Suite, which I use to edit all my videos and make all my thumbnails in Photoshop. And they can be a big portion of your income. Since Twitch is actually owned by Amazon, there's obviously an enhanced relationship there where they want you to recommend products on Amazon as a Twitch streamer. So they've actually built a plugin for Twitch called the Blacksmith uh, Amazon Associate plugin, which is a really nice overlay that you can install over your streams so people can toggle it on and off and you can pull in products from Amazon and it'll have the thumbnail the title of the product, as well as the price. And then if people go through that link to purchase that product or any other product on Amazon, you then earn the commission. It's super simple to set up. Um, I'll leave a link in the show notes to this show talking about exactly how you can set it up for your live streams and how you can even add little panels below your live streams where you're talking about the exact products that you use or any products you want to recommend sold on a place like Amazon. So the main pros that I would give to something like the Amazon affiliate program is that there's really very little effort required once you have set it up. Um, You can talk about your products, obviously, as often as people ask you about them and just mention, hey, I've got some links down in the description of the video or down below my stream if you want to check out the exact monitor that I'm using. And then if people click through to learn more about it, they might end up purchasing it and then you earn the commission. The great thing about the Amazon affiliate program is that you can purchase pretty much any product on Amazon. So it doesn't matter if your live stream is about anything really. It could be about gardening and you could be recommending a specific shovel. And if you find that shovel on Amazon, you can have an affiliate link through to it. And then if any of your viewers want to use the same shovel as you and purchase it, then you earn a commission. So it's a really great program because there's so many products on offer. The main negative I would say with affiliate programs is it's again one of those programs that kind of scales with your number of viewers because the more viewers you have, the more people are going to be checking out the products that you've linked in the description or below your stream or in your stream overlay or things like that. So they're going to be increasing as more people click through those links. But it is a really great way to monetize your live stream even when you have a relatively small audience because at the end of the day, even if you only have one person clicking through and purchasing something each month that's money that you wouldn't have had any other way. The other thing that I will mention just specifically to do with the Amazon affiliate program is that they have some pretty strict regulations on how you disclose that the links that you're using are affiliate products. So make sure that you read up on that. If you want a good template of what you need to write in your YouTube video descriptions, feel free to check out any of my videos. I sort of have a a few lines of Amazon associate disclosure at the bottom of every one of my YouTube videos. So another opportunity that I think a lot of you are probably wishing you can grow to the point of is things like sponsorships and brand deals. Now, again, these are going to be reliant on your view account, but you'd actually probably be surprised at how many specifically hardware suppliers, things like headset makers or mouse or keyboards, people making peripherals, have some kind of sponsorship program, even for small streamers. Usually how these things work is that they will... Uh, send you some of their products for free once you've referred a certain number of sales, kind of similar to affiliate program, so they might not be earning you money right away, but as you grow and your live stream grows, you can go up the different stages in the sponsorship programs to hopefully end up earning some money for your work. I would just recommend being cautious with this; I know it sounds great getting free hardware and you know a nice new free headset, but at the end of the day, you really want to be monetizing your stream. Uh, so that it's money coming into your account rather than hardware coming into your account because obviously it's a lot cheaper for these companies to send you a headset than it is to pay you the RRP price of that headset because they produce it for a lot less and you don't really want to be in the position where you have been sent three headsets because there's not much you can do with three headsets. You'd much prefer the money which is actually going to buy you food and help you transition this into a full-time career. Depending on how big your stream is, Twitch uh, and other platforms also have sort of bounty programs where you're getting paid opportunities from sponsors that have come directly through Twitch. I think for Twitch, this is still just for partners, but I know that there are several smaller companies that are doing this for affiliates where they arrange the brand deal with a games publisher for example and then they connect the games publisher with smaller streamers and if enough smaller streamers are you know playing their game then it helps promote it so you get paid for those opportunities. So I'll leave some links in the show notes to this episode for some different places where you can uh, sort of have these bounty programs even as a smaller streamer. I do quickly want to touch on ads as well because I think a lot of people listening think that big streamers make a lot of money through adverts Now, when I'm talking about adverts, I'm specifically here talking about the adverts that play on places like Twitch or YouTube before your video starts. So usually the streamer or the content creator has very little control as to what actually the advert is. This isn't like an in-baked advert in a YouTube video. These pay so little, it's kind of frustrating, (laughs) certainly as a full-time content creator. So I really wouldn't consider adverts as a big revenue source unless you're talking about streaming to tens of thousands of people and even then it's probably going to be less than 1% of the revenue that you make from your live streams. Now these are just a handful of the different methods that streamers use to monetize their live stream. There are obviously others Uh, I haven't touched on Patreon or promoting your own products be them digital or physical goods Uh, but I wanted to keep this really to the most relevant methods that people use to monetize their live streams. One thing I will mention is that really you want to make sure that this isn't coming across in your content, that you're really not looking like you're desperate for more money or that you are monetizing your audience. There's not really a bigger turnoff for somebody watching your stream than for them to feel like they are just currency to you. Remember that all of these different methods kind of scale with your audience size. So concentrate on your audience, really focus on the community. And if you can grow that, these incomes will grow too hopefully you guys have found this episode uh, useful. Obviously it was a bit of a different format rather than an interview, just me going into some details about uh, a specific topic to do with live streaming. So let me know what you thought. If this is something you'd like to hear more of, maybe we can sprinkle these episodes in uh, after every few interviews that we do as well. If you haven't yet reviewed the show or subscribed to the show on your favorite podcasting app, please do so and go and check out the other episodes that we've released. Some great interviews in there with streaming industry professionals and streamers themselves, uh, really giving some great details about how they've built their business or built their live stream to where it is today. Thanks as always for listening and I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.